When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, Grief Gang, and welcome back to another episode on the Grief Gang podcast. Just want to say a little hello to any new listeners as well. Glad that you could join us. This episode is called My Psychic and Medium Experience. So, I just, <laughs> this one's just a little bit, I thought I'd have a little bit of fun with this one. Um, and my psychic and medium experience, I'll just go with medium for now. That's sort of what this lady's title more was a medium. But I know that a lot of people have very different mixed um, views when it comes to um, mediums and psychics. Um some absolutely rely on them and they think they are, you know, there's nothing nothing better than it. Best thing since sliced bread. And some people just absolutely believe it's a crock of shit. Um, and I just thought, I've yeah, I've had people, I've spoken to people about my experience and they've told me about theirs and, you know, we've been absolutely blown away by it. And some people, it was just really disappointing. Um and yeah, it's been interesting to see what people's views have been before grief and what their views were on psychics before. And then after they've lost somebody and then they go, we have one or they their, their view changes on it. But I just thought I wanted to tell you guys about mine and sort of what my beliefs were and now are on it. Because um, I think it's just really interesting. It's just like a good spooky look. Like spooky little story, I think, because I was fucking spooked when I had mine. So, I had I've had two um, medium experiences. I had one before my mum died, and I had one after my mum died. So it was quite um, two very different experiences. So I'll go a little bit into the first one, but that was shit. So I'm not really too bothered about that one. But <laughs> um, the first one, I did it with my mum. So the first one was probably ooh, a year and a half before mum passed away. And it was me, my mum and my brother. We went to like a group one. It was like family, friends and, and friends. And it was all a big one. We went to um, some, someone's house and we sat in their living room. We had it done there. And it was like these two ladies. And um, one would be like the 
let's say, the channel for the spirits to come through. So she would like feel the things that the spirit was making her feel and she would say the things that the spirit are saying. And then the other lady was sort of like, oh, she would like tap into your personality and she'd sort of say like how, like she would describe you and she would describe everything she's been in. It was it was a weird little duo. I thought it was up to dog shit, but whatever. Um, anyway, so yeah, um, I would me and my mum were completely. My mum's lost. My mum lost nearly like all of her family members. Like so, we were like, mum's got more people dead than she does alive. So I was just like, yeah, no brain. Like my mum's gonna have bare people come through to her, and not a soul came through to her. And I was like. I know it's, you know, that and loads of people were coming through for other people and some of theirs were quite on the nose and it was quite, it was quite ringing true. But when no one came through for my mum, we were like, what on earth? Like, literally half of mum's family are dead rather than alive and you're telling me not one of them came through. So that was our first experience with it. So we kind of walked away being like, oh yeah, it was a cool evening, but like, whatever. Thought it was a bunch of shit. Um, and then, obviously, mum passed away. And then about a year and a couple months after, one of my mum's closest friends, um, she reached out and said, like, do you want, like, a personal one-on-one with um, with a medium? Like, a lady who I know, she's really good. So I was a bit like, yeah, okay, like, I'm at a point now where... Obviously, I'm not over it, but, you know, I'm a little bit more at peace with it and I could probably cope now with if mum did reach out to me. I'm saying I was very, still a little bit um, sceptical of it still. I'm like, yeah, whatever, like, I'm at a point, I doubt she will reach out to me, but, you know, if she does, I'm sort of ready for it now. Like, it, you know, the dust is settling a little bit so I can cope with it, right? Look at I fucking know I wasn't, was I? Christ! Um, oh god, this is just so spooky, this story, and I was like, wow. Um, and it explains my, um, tattoo as well, so that's a, that's another little thing. Um, so yeah, so my mum's, um, one of her closest friends, she organised this for me and my brother to both go to her house and have two individual, um, let's say readings, yeah, let's call them readings, so, um, my brother gets there first, I was still at work or something, so, um, brother goes there first, and I'm sat outside, like, waiting with them, my mum's friends, outside in, like, in the car, because, you know, you just want the house to be really peaceful, not have any other disruptions and stuff like that, so we're, I'm, I'm, ne- I'm, I'm not really a nervous person, I don't really get nervous for a lot, I'll take anything head on, but this day, this absolutely made me shit bricks and I was so nervous I just I think it was the whole thought of what if my mum actually does come through and I'm gonna like have make and some connection with my mum through this woman weird as fuck so anyway I'm my heart's pounding and then we see the front door open and my brother walks out and my brother is just absolutely besides himself like just beside himself and He's unconsolable and he, he has to walk up the road just to literally, like, take a breather and be, like, five minutes. And I was like, are you fucking joking me? You want me to go walk in there now and have that done to me? And I was like, no, nah, I'm, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this shit. <laughs> I was like, you, I've just seen what that has done to my brother. 
And you want me to go and sit down and, and have a cup of tea? Nah, I don't think I'm on this, you know? Well, you know, everyone calm me down. No, oh, but it's fine, it's fine. I was like, oh my God. So, oh God, oh, I'm thinking about it now. I'm getting even nervous now thinking about it. So I went in and this lady, oh, she, she was just amazing anyway. She's an amazing lady. But you know, when you just look at someone, you're like, yeah, you defo have ghosts come to you. I know it for sure. Um, <laughs> her eyes were so like, oh, I've never seen eyes like it in my life. They were like blue, green, ha hazel, grey, like they were all mixed and you just couldn't help but like stare in them. It was mad. So I'm really nervous. And then obviously in, in there you can, um, when she's saying stuff, like you can, you can like write notes, um, you can, and you can like record it as well. And I was a bit like, okay, like there was a pen and paper there. And I thought, yeah, I'll, I'll jot a few things down. <laughs> and then, um, so we first start off and she, cause, so then I was even more, a little bit more skeptical because obviously she's just had my brother. I've not managed to be able to actually speak to my brother yet and find out what she said that made him so upset. So for all I know is that obviously mum has come through. For him, for him to be so upset like that, I'm thinking, okay, obviously mum has come through for him. Um, so I'm thinking this lady probably knows already already enough about my mum. She knows she knows that my mum died of X, Y, Z, and she knows when she died and whatever, this, is and that. So I'm already a bit sceptical on that behalf even more because she's just heard this all from my brother. So I'm a bit like, well, okay. Um, so I was a little bit standoffish. And then she started peeling back the layers. And that's when I sort of started opening up being like, oh, shit, like this is real. So um, she she had like a bunch of cards like laid out on the table as well. I think more for her. And then she started off going, she said, do you find random pennies? Like one penny coins, two penny coins, whatever. And I said, mm, no, not really. She was like, oh, okay. Like, uh, do you find feathers, like, randomly? I said, no, like, I don't really find feathers. I said, but I know a lot of people around me do. And that was one thing that I really struggled with as well. And I'll do another, like, episode on things like that as well. But I remember nearly every person around me, like, in my family, would always have that little white feather moment. Oh, and they'd finally be like, oh, like, I've got the white feather and, like, she's near. And I never fucking had it. And I was like, are you not joking me? Like, you lot are getting all the white feathers and you're all getting the little signs that she's near and she's close. I ain't getting jack shit. But I said to her, I was like, no, I'm not getting white feathers, actually. And it kind of pissed me off because I was like, yeah, every other bastard is. Um, and then, And then she was like what is, like, your little thing to, like, comfort you when you think mum is near? Like, is there something that when you see it and you see it a lot, you think, oh, that's mum? And I said, mm, well... I said, well, I do see a lot of white butterflies. I said, I do see a lot of white butterflies a lot. I said, no matter what season it is, I said, I always have white butterflies follow me everywhere. Like, and especially when I'm thinking of her... One just pops up out of nowhere and I'm like, oh, all right, mum. I said, I've sort of made that my little thing. She's like, okay, interesting. So then she brought out like a pack of cards and they're not like normal like deck of cards, like kings, queens and jacks or whatever. It's like a, they're like tarot cards and stuff like that. So there's all different pictures on them and 
all different meanings and stuff like that. So she brought like a fat wad of these cards. And then um, she goes, okay, I want you to pick out three cards from this pack and let's see if your intuition was right about your, your butterflies. So it's like a fat wad, like 30 plus cards maybe in this. So I pick one card, turn it over, there's nothing really significant on it. So I'm like, this is a crock of shit. Number two, pick the cards up, um, nothing on that card either, turn it over. And then I went to go pick the third card. Um, and then it was like, it was so strange. I was I just like, nah, I don't want that one. And I went to like all the way, sort of like nearly towards the end of the pack of the cards and picked up, picked it up. And as I turn it over, it was a, it was a young little girl with a massive white butterfly on the side of her head. So and I was like, oh my fucking God. And she looked at me because I think she, it was almost like she looked and it was almost like, okay, now do I, now are you, now are you open to this sort of thing? Like she's realized now she's, she surprised me there and she was a bit like, so she's like, so your intuition was right. You know, your, your white butterflies, it is your mum, it is your mum coming through. And she went into like a little bit of the story of it, of like why butterflies are significant and whatnot. And I was just like, this is in the first five minutes. So I've just been like, oh, fucking hell. Like, right. Okay. So then we start going into it more. So obviously where I'm still a little bit um, sceptical of where she's just heard everything from my brother... I thought I want to make you work for this. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna trial you on this. So um, she said, the, she said the person, yeah, I'm getting through is mum. I was a bit like, yeah, okay, you already know that. Um, then she's like, mum is showing me like a lot of um, a chest pains. She's showing me like her chest is hurting. And I said, oh, yeah. And she's like, did she die of heart problems? I said, yes, she died of a heart attack. So I thought, that's easy enough for her to know. And brother probably just told her. So then I was like, um, I said, can you tell me how she died? I said, you know how she died of a heart attack? I said, but can you tell me the scenario in which she died in? So I think I, I, think I covered it in the, my story of how specifically my mum died. But my mum was on the way to work. And um, she used to stop off at a post office. Like, like, I'll, I'll say it how it was anyway. So this is how it was. Um, I'll say it in the whole medium way because it was spooky as fuck. Um, so, so, yeah, so I go to her. Um, tell me how my mum died. What situation was she when my, how my mum dies? And um, she was like, okay. So she kind of likes... It was almost, it was so weird. It was like, you know, in that So Raven where she looks and she's having a vision. It was genuinely like that. And I was like, oh my God, this is some spooky shit. Um, and she goes, um, okay. Like she explained how like the picture in her head, it comes out. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. 
That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Like bit by bit. So it wasn't just like a clear, boom, there's the picture. It was like a, it was like a grainy picture and it was like it was loading sort of thing. So she's like, okay, so I'm in a confined space. So I was like, right, okay. She's like, hmm. She's like, I'm reaching over. She's like, oh, I got it. I'm in a car. So I was like, oh, fucking hell. Right, she's got that already. And then I'm still, I'm still just thinking like, hmm, did my brother say this? Did he not? Whatever. I don't know. She's like, I'm in a car. So I'm like, okay. And she's like, I'm reaching over. She's like, I'm reaching over like the gear stick to something and it's happened then. She's like, but. She's like, this person is trying to, to tell me, to tell you, as I'm telling you this story, as I'm painting you this picture, to tell you that they weren't in pain. And when she said that, it was like, it was almost as if, like, my mum was, like, in her ear, like, then and there, telling her, you know, tell her, though, that I wasn't in pain and tell her that, you know, don't worry about it and don't, don't dwell on it, don't dwell on it. Because for a long while, I did dwell on it, thinking... Oh my God, that must have been so horrific for mum. So horrific to be so scared. And did she even realise that she was dying? And the lady said she was like, she wants you to know that she didn't have a clue what was happening. She didn't have a clue that, you know, she was dying. It wasn't that horrible thing of, I'm dying, I'm going to leave my kids and stuff like that. Like, she, did, there wasn't enough time for her to even think about it, if you know what I mean. So that gave me some sort of peace of, okay, as much as that is horrible that she didn't even know... In a way, it's a good way that she didn't even know because she didn't have them horrible, them horrible last thoughts of "I'm going to die" sort of thing. You know, it was it was too quick and it was too sudden to even think. So that was quite a, a little bit peaceful to hear. But yeah, she hit the nail on the head. She was like, "I'm in a car and I've 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 leant over like the gear stick to reach for something and it's it's happened then and there." So I was like, "Well, yeah, she was she was found in her car." So that's a bit spooky. So even then, though, I was still a bit sceptical because I thought my brother's probably just told her that. <coughs> and then... Um, so then we started moving on and... Um, it was a strange... This this lady, she really hit something, a nail on the head for me and she made me think of something that I actually had never of thought of. So, and it does make me upset, so if I cry, soz. <laughs> but um, she started going into how, um, obviously, when our loved one pass or passes away, and she started going into, obviously, how we feel and how we, and how we miss them. And she turned around and she said, but... You know, your mum, she misses you too. And it was the first time I've ever thought of it. Like, of course, 
of course my mum is going to miss me. And I never, I thought, in a way, I felt really selfish at the time. I was like, oh my God, yeah. And I felt really selfish. And that's, that. I don't know what it is about that. Whenever I tell somebody that story and that part of the story, it always gets me. It always gets me because I've never, ever thought of it, of, you know... Oh my God, yeah, she probably misses us just as much as we miss her. She didn't want to go. And when she said it, that's when throughout the whole experience, the whole time I was with that lady, I didn't I didn't bust once. And that wasn't a thing of like, I don't want to bust. It was just a thing of it, nothing was really, It was I was finding it quite peaceful and whatnot. And then as soon as she said, she said, you know, your mum, she misses you. It just lost, it broke me because I thought, duh, obviously Amber. It was the first time I've ever heard them words out loud of, she misses you. And I was just like, oh my God, this is so heavy. Like, this is so, so heavy. Um, And then we went sort of like, the lady, she dipped in and out of, obviously, speaking um through mum. And then she started speaking about like, like the future for me sort of thing you know what I mean she started she started more going into like my life and where my life is going and and stuff like that like she dipped in and out of the two um so then she went and she was like your mum wants to let you know that you know she's really she's really proud of where you have come in your career so early on she's like you know I got my first big proper job so young and Mum was around to see me get that job. But then I moved on to... um, I left my old company and I went to Virgin Atlantic, where I am to current day. Big up old Virgin. Um, But that that was my... uh, Mum knew that was always my dream, to to go to Virgin Atlantic, and she also wasn't around to see it. Um... So she said, yeah, your mum, she's she's really proud of where you've come and your persistence and your dedication and and how and how much you've pushed. She's like, but and I was like, Oh god, the big old but I said what? She said, but she knows that there was always something else that you wanted to do. And she said, She's not saying it's now or never. She said, but she knows how much you doubted yourself with it. And she's saying that if you want it, go and get it. Sort of like time is of the essence type thing. If you want it, go and fucking get it, basically. So I was like, I knew exactly what this lady was talking about because my mum was the only person that I ever really told that I wanted to go down this other career path. So my my whole life was like, I'm either going to go to the airport and either try to go to the skies or I'm going to go down this other route. And it was literally either that and I went down, I've gone down the airport route, whatever. But mum was the only other person who I ever told this other route of because in a way I was actually a little bit embarrassed because I just, I always thought I just wasn't clever enough. And um, I said, I just knew exactly what she was talking about. And I thought, if you get this, if you nail this on the head, then I'm I'm absolutely sold. I'm absolutely fucking sold. So then um, <laughs> I, go, I go, go on then, paint me a picture. Ask my mum what my, what, sh- what the career is that, uh, 
that I, the other career that I wanted to go down and let her tell you and then you tell me. She was like, okay. She loved the challenge this one. And I could see in her face every time she got me, she was so fucking chuffed. I was like, fuck. So um, she goes, right, your mum's painting me a picture. And um, she goes, I'm walking down a corridor. She was like, it's quite a clinical corridor. Like it's, um, she was like, okay, I'm definitely in a hospital. She's like, I'm definitely in a hospital. She's like, but you didn't want to be a nurse. She's like, no, she didn't want to be, you didn't want to be a nurse. And I was like, bruv, she's already got it. I was like, I know she's fucking got it. And she's like, your mum is, she's like, your mum is walking me right now. She's like, in my head. And I was like, that's creepy enough as it is anyway. She's like, your mum is walking me towards, she's walking me through this hospital. And she was like, she's, but she's walking me to like a specific ward. She's like, I'm not just walking around a hospital, like I'm going to a specific ward. And then she was like, I can hear crying. And I was just like, oh my God, oh my God. The suspense was absolutely kidding me. And then she, she just like opened her eyes and she was like, you wanted to be a midwife, didn't you? And I was like, no, bruv, I was like, oh, my God. I was like, shit. And I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah, I did. I wanted to be a midwife. And my mum was the only one who knew, who knew, because I only ever told her, because I just didn't never think I was clever enough to go to, like, university and get the, the grades and whatnot. I was just shit in school anyway. I was a little twat. But I just, oh, but I just always used to say to my mum, like, oh, I'd love to be a midwife. Mum would be like, go and do it. Mum was like, Go and do it. Bite the bullet. Just go reach, like, go for your fucking dreams and whatever. Um, so that just absolutely threw me. And that was basically, like, the end of our session with her, of my session with her. And I was just like, oh, my Christ. And there was there was all other little things in between, but there was loads of, like, family stuff in that that I won't delve into, and it just probably wouldn't make any sense anyway. But, um, yeah, those couple of points were the ones where I was like wow when she got when she hit that midwife thing I thought fuck a duck this is actually legit um but yeah Mike's yeah so that was my that's my experience with psychic and medium and mine was quite a positive one and then I, I got to speak to my brother after and Oh yeah, and during that as well. So obviously, where we could have we could have wrote notes and recorded and whatnot. Where I was so flabbergasted, <laughs> I literally wrote about three lines, and that was it. But my brother just wrote page after page. But where I was just so taken aback, I thought I was just my jaw was just hanging the whole time. Um, and so, but yeah, so mine was a positive experience. Um. I'm not going to sit here and advocate it and say, I think everybody should do it. You know, you should go and see a psychic. I said, because I think for some people it can do more damage than it does good. I think you have to really be at a point in your grief where you've got to be able to accept that you're maybe not going to hear some things. You're going to hear some things that you maybe don't want to hear. And you might un- uncover some truths that you didn't that you didn't want to know. Um, so it's good to go in 
it's good to go in when you are when you have found a little bit of peace with it as hard as that is um but i think you you will know if it's something that you want to do you will know when the time is right like i was close to going probably about 6 months after mum died like near christmas time but there was something of me i just thought no nah, i'm not ready so i'm not ready to hear something like this um and especially at a time of year like that, like Christmas. I was like, I'm be a fucking idiot. Of course you're not. Um, so, yeah. And it's hard as well. Some people, they go to do them and then they become addicted. And it's like, it's almost like their way of just conversating with them and people who do it like monthly to have their monthly chat with their loved one. And it can be a slippery slope, so... I just think if you want to do it, you have to really do have to really think hard about it and think about your current situation and you will just know in your heart of hearts if it's the right time to do it. Um, if anybody wants to know who the lady who was I went to, um, drop me a little DM on Instagram or send me an email um, and I can forward you the lady's Facebook page and her email account if you want to get in touch with the lady who I saw. Um, but yeah, I hope you all enjoyed that episode. If you don't believe it, you're probably going to think it's an absolute crock of shit. But if you do, if you don't if you don't believe it, you can have a little laugh anyway. If you think I'm being gullible. <laughs> But if you if you do believe it, I hope you enjoy this little little spooky little psychic episode. And yeah, so that is the end of my psychic and medium experience. This will be Monday night by the time you listen to it or throughout the week. So I hope you all have a wicked week. I hope you all smash it. Take care of yourselves, take care of each other. Peace out. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.